how often do you see stuff that you go, oh my God, I can't believe that somebody's doing that. I can't believe that that's happened in our world. How often do you hear something and go, oh, how does that, how does somebody even think that it's okay to say that? Have you ever seen something happen and heard something and thought, I don't know what's happened to my world. I, I want to live in a world where people are nice to each other. But the third part is, what do I say about it? What do I, what do I now do? How do I communicate effectively that I don't like the way people are being treated or I don't like what somebody said about somebody else or I don't like what's happening in our world? And <laughs> is it possible that we can get ourselves into trouble by what we say, by what we do, and that it could make the situation worse? And I'm asking very personally and very quietly because... We now live in a world where, with social media, nastiness and being cruel and being unkind and hurting people's feelings uh, seems to have become a normal part of life. I'm not exactly sure why. I don't. I'm an old lady, and I don't. Uh, there's a lot of things I don't understand. <laughs> uh, I was brought up that it was really important to treat yourself respectfully to have self-discipline, self-respect, to be self-educated, to be self-motivated and self-inspired. Uh, that was uh, something that I'm really grateful was taught to me. And then I was taught that what other people do, I have no control over. Uh, and preaching at people and telling them what to do probably doesn't work. Now, that process has taken me a long time to learn. But I live in a world now where I wake up every day, I'm either uh, my students will share something with me, my business colleagues will share something with me or uh, the people who are close to me will share what's going on in their relationship or with their, uh, what's going on with their kids. And there seems to be a lot of talking angry, talking nasty, saying horrible things to people. And I use this example. Have you ever said, oh, look, I'm really sorry I said that. I didn't mean to. I was just having a bad day or I said something nasty and I wish I could take it back. Or have you ever been talking and there's been words coming out of your mouth and you go, God, I wish I didn't say that. So how do we put ourselves into a position where uh, everything that comes out of our mouth, every communication that we have, whether it's something we type or text or post or talk or say or do, that it's a representative of who we are. And this is something that, again, very personal to me, and I feel a bit awkward because uh, I feel like I'm a bit odd in a world where it seems okay to be nasty. Uh, it seems okay to say horrible things about people. Uh, you only have to watch any television show, whether it's a soap opera or a reality television show or a drama series or a movie. It seems that it's perfectly normal for people to be mean and nasty to each other. It seems to be normal for people to argue. It seems to be normal for people to disagree with each other and get angry about it. Uh, and I'm, as I shared, I feel a little bit weird about that because I don't have that in my life. I've got a beautiful husband who we communicate really effectively. We laugh a lot. We talk a lot. We have great conversations. We have robust discussion, but we never argue and we never yell at each other and we're never mean and nasty to each other. And we have a bit of a giggle because uh, we've got four puppy dogs and occasionally the dogs will have a, a bit of a rumble. So Louie, my little black Labrador, she'll sit by the front door and if the other dogs want to come in, sometimes she gets a bit aggressive about, no, this is my door and you can't come in and she'll go, grrr. And I always chat with her very seriously and I say, now Louie, we don't talk to each other at this house like that. We're all really nice to each other. 
We respect each other here. So that's why I'm a little bit uncomfortable with this conversation because I don't know if it's has become acceptable to be disrespectful of other people. But I'm going to ask the question, do you think that that's really true? I hope it's not. I hope that respect for myself and respect for other people uh, doesn't get lost ever. Now, I'm going to I'm an old lady, so I'm gonna. I live very happily without any argument or aggression in my life. Uh, I don't find it fun to have confrontation with people, and I never will. Uh, if somebody has a different opinion to me, I will uh, let them have that opinion, and I'll ask lots of questions about it because I want to find out why they have that opinion. So I'm going to keep living my life my way. I get that, but I do feel for uh, our kids coming into a world where it seems that whatever television show they watch or whatever social media they have contact with or they watch their parents or their family arguing and yelling and screaming, does that mean that our kids are going to think that that's normal and that's okay to be disrespectful of other people and or disrespectful of myself? So there's that great question, what is self-respect? How would I speak to myself? So I'm going to ask this great question. How do you speak to yourself? If you make a mistake, if you do something that uh, other people think is stupid or you, you're embarrassed about it or you're uncomfortable that you did something, do you yell and scream at yourself? Do you talk down to yourself? Do you be mean to yourself? Uh, and it's an interesting question because uh, it's a, I, I call it, a, a, at one stage I was consciously competent of this, where if I said something mean or nasty about myself, I took it back straight away. And I, and I did that for a very long time to get into the unconscious competent state of never saying something nasty about myself. So if I screwed up on the computer, for example, I'd say, oh, you idiot, what did you do that for? Well, if I speak to myself like that, am I more likely to speak to other people like that? And to say that to somebody else, I think is disrespectful. Oh, you idiot, what did you do that for? So if I ever speak to myself like that, I stop and say, hey, Rowie, uh, you made a mistake. What did you, you, how can you learn from that mistake? Because to me, that's respectful of myself. So however I speak to myself, how, how does that then relate to how I speak to other people? And there's two parts to that question, of course, because sometimes we're really rude and nasty to ourselves and we say horrible things about ourselves, and we would never talk to somebody else like that. So I use the example, uh, if you look in your mirror and you say, oh, look at me, I'm so fat, I look disgusting, I can't believe how terrible I look, but your best friend walked into the room, you probably wouldn't say, look at you, you look disgusting, I can't believe how terrible you look. So the way, sometimes the way we speak to ourselves. Uh, is disrespectful, but we would never speak to somebody else like that. The reverse of that is this great question, how do you speak to people who can't do anything for you? Because often we're very respectful or kind or nice to the people that we're trying to impress. We say the right thing and we do the right thing with the people who we think can add value to our life, but we're rude and disrespectful to other people. So there's a great question, how do you treat all the people in your life? Everything that comes out of your mouth uh, would you be proud of it? Every Everything that you do, everything that you say, everything that you tweet, everything that you text, everything that you type to other people, would you be really proud for everybody in the world to see that? Uh, and there's a, a great quote I've, I've asked myself regularly since I very first read this quote. If the town's talking parrot could repeat everything that you say to the rest of the town, uh, would you be proud for the parrot to repeat it? 
Well, now it's a little bit more like, well, whatever somebody hears you say, what if they're filming it? And most times in the world now they are. What you say and, and who you say it to and the way you say it is often recorded. If it's not recorded on video, it's often recorded in words. And now, for example, employers will look not just, in fact, most employers don't even look at your CV or resume anymore. They have a look at your history on social media. And if they're really keen to employ you, they'll look on your history in, on social media and dig deeper than you think they can. So it doesn't matter what you've ever posted or, or tweeted or emailed or sent out to the world on social media, somebody who really wants to find out whether you're worth paying $100,000 or $200,000 a year, or if you're going into a senior leadership role, it could be a million dollars or more a year, they'll dig into your social media and find mm. out what does she say about other people. There's Brody. He's sharing with me that, Mummy, I say nice things about people. That's my little puppy dog who's 20. And I think that when you're as old as he is, which is 140 in human years, uh, that you've learned a lot about how to communicate. He's one of those great communicators. So here's my question. How do you speak to yourself? How do you speak to other people? And would you be proud for everybody to hear that or see that? Another great question. Whatever you say about somebody, say about somebody, would you be happy for them to hear it? So if they were standing in front of you, would you say exactly the same thing to them? So it's really easy to gossip and criticize and be nasty to somebody behind their back. Oh, let's talk about her behind her back because she'll never be able to hear it. But have you ever been in that situation where you've, you might have left your phone on or left your, your Zoom meeting going or something and somebody now or somebody or lots of people heard what you said about somebody else or heard the way you talked about somebody else? So you criticized somebody or you were nasty to somebody or you pulled somebody down or you were disrespectful of somebody. Uh, how was that? How did it make you feel? How uncomfortable and awkward was it? Uh, I'm asking these questions because I would like to live in a world where people are kind and nice to each other. And unfortunately, uh, that isn't the case. Uh, I live in a, in a happy little bubble with my beautiful husband and my beautiful doggies and we're really nice to each other. And I could expect other people to be nice to me, but they're not. I get nasty, horrible emails and text messages every day. And it's funny because I've always thought if you're a nice person, then whatever you send out to the world will come back to you. Well, that's not true either because I'm absolutely committed every day to sending out positivity and happy messages and kind messages and respectful messages. And even when people are nasty to me, I'm always nice back. But that doesn't mean that people are going to be nice to me. It just it, That's just not how it is. So that's not what I'm asking because a lot of people say, well, I'll be nice so that people are nice to me. No, my question is this. Who are you? What do you stand for? Are you self-respectful? Do you respect other people? And what is your or what do you want your reputation to be when it comes to the way you treat people? Because in a world where everything we do can be scrutinized, whether people can dig back deep into our social media posts or we've been filmed doing something and we've said something. I often uh, think that when I hear politicians talking, one day somebody's going to re-show that piece of information that you delivered to the world and will you be embarrassed of what you said? When people tell lies, I think, and I'm using politicians as an example because often politicians will tell us stuff we want to hear so they can get elected. And I often think one day somebody's going to play that back and you're going to have to answer to that. Uh, there's a great thing to, or great position to put yourself in. Whatever I say, whatever comes out of my mouth, 
Will I be proud to watch it back in a hundred years' time? Because of course, <coughs> when you're healthy, fit, and strong, you're going to live a long time. And Rudy's 140. Just listen to him. So he's going <laughs> to. We are in a position in the world right now where everything we say at some stage in the future, even in a hundred years' time, will get played back about us. And I, I will share that that there are people who are now dead. And we still watch their speeches and we still have their books to read and we still have the opportunity opportunity to experience what they said a hundred years ago. Will we be proud when we're dead and gone and finished for people to listen to what we've said? And I use this example because I've written a couple of books and obviously I do a lot of videoing now and I often wish that when I'm dead and gone that somebody watches a Rowie video or reads a Rowie happy book and says, wow, this has added value to my life even though I'm gone. If I've got videos of me being nasty and horrible to people and saying terrible things about people, uh, and I'm dead and gone, and somebody goes, oh, that horrible Rowie, <laughs> she lived on the planet and didn't add any value, she was just mean and nasty to people. Critics are called critics for a reason, because they criticise, they criticise other people. I don't want to be that person, how about you? I want to be known as somebody who's kind and respectful of myself and other people. And I have this great example of a gentleman, uh, a movie star by the name of Sidney Poitier. And uh, he's dead now, but he's left a beautiful legacy because he was one of the, well, he was certainly the first um, beautiful dark-skinned man to win an Academy Award. And I use that hesitatingly because I don't care what colour skin people have. He was just a great actor. But he shared that when he started acting, and if you ever get a chance, uh, read his personal auto, his autobiography, his personal, uh, how he lived his life, he, and he shared that with the world. It's a, it's, you can get it on audio and you can get it uh, to read, and, and I've done both because it's, it's thick and it's big and it's awesome, but I just want to share this with you. He became an actor in a time when being a dark, beautiful, dark-skinned man wasn't acceptable to be an actor, so everyone said that he couldn't do it. But he decided he was going to be an actor. And his mother went to see his first movie, but she didn't understand that it was a movie because, like, he died, I think, at uh, 94. So his mother, when he first started acting, was quite a mature woman. It was a long time ago. And she just looked at the uh, at the film and thought, what, what's my son doing? Who is he? What's he doing? And she didn't understand that he was playing somebody else. She thought he was playing himself. And she got really angry because in that movie he wasn't very nice. He was playing somebody that wasn't very nice and he wasn't doing the right thing. So she said to him, I'm embarrassed to you as my son for you to act like that. So he decided as an actor that he would never, never make a movie where he was portraying somebody that his mother wouldn't be proud of. Now I know there's a lot of actors who love to be in movies where they play the bad guy or they love the, the, the challenge and the opportunity to be a nasty person or, or be the, the devil in the world. Uh, and there's a lot of people who like to have arguments and dramas in their life because they like the, you know, it's, or it's really good fun. Sometimes partners will talk about that, oh, we have this huge, big, horrible, nasty fight and then we have great makeup sex. Well, that's a way to live your life. But I always think about Sydney Pointier who said, I never want to make a movie unless my mother would be proud of watching that movie because that's, that's her son. I want to be proud of myself. How about you? I want to live a life where whatever I send out to the world, whether I'm alive or dead, whatever I give to my world adds value, never detracts value. I want my dogs to be nice to each other. 
I would like my friends and the people in my life to treat each other respectfully so they don't argue and fight. What would the world be like if we were nice to each other? What would the world be like if even if we saw evil and we heard evil, we never spoke evil? 